Droppe Gaming Droppe Gaming Droppe Gaming Droppe Gaming Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Droppe Gaming Podcast Yay! Yes, we are back um, I've been a bit crook um, So I've kind of been dragging my feet on getting this episode out but there's yeah. Matt and here's me, Lucas. Yeah. Um, we're going to kick straight into it. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll just go silly. <laughs> well, it's like 20 to 5 in the Arvo and I'm getting tired. So. Yeah, well, that's right. I, don't, um, I go to bed when the sun goes to bed. Well, don't blink. Because <laughs> this is episode 182. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Don't blink. Blink and you'll miss it. <laughs> blink and I'll fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, probably. Narcolepsy. Oh, it's a funny joke. <laughs> it was funny and just bigger, like. <laughs> True. <laughs> Didn't age that well, that Not movie. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Like, it released and people were like, ooh. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a bit... A bit old. <laughs> it's a bit out of taste for current times in mid-2000s. Early 2000s, whenever that came out. So this is the Blink-182 Juice Bigelow podcast. Yes. <laughs> Taking a trip down memory lane. If you're looking for a good fast time. <laughs> yeah, it's the Blink-182 episode. Yeah. Cool. Right. News. So, news. Things. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> As that's per our, usual. Yeah, that's our news thing now. We've got our finger on the pulse. Exactly. So in 1995... <laughs> Well, actually, <laughs> in 2001, a mere 20 years ago, Rockstar Games released a little old game that changed the world called GTA 3. Yes. Turns 20 this year. Unbelievable, on isn't a, it? I thought I'd just segue, use your little that time. That was very interestingly done. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to scroll to where I wrote about GTA 3. Exactly. So GTA 3, yeah. Um, well, Rockstar have a few and it had a few announcements this week, but... One of them is just, uh, hey, GTA 3 is 20 this year, mm. and we have some special plans. So I think um, a bit of that is going to be GTA Online-related stuff. Mm -hmm. But I guess, fingers crossed, that they're going to surprise drop a complete remake of GTA 3. That'd be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people have been sort of apparently thinking that GTA 6 was going to release this year, which... I find to be a ridiculous thing to think, considering the GTA 5 next-gen version is scheduled for this year. Yeah. Why would they release that and then a whole new game exactly. in the same year? Mm. Rockstar love money, and that's a good way to yeah. not make money off this new version they've been spending ages working on. Mm. But uh, speaking of that upgrade, November 11th is the confirmed release date for that one. For GTA so, 6. For GTA 5. <laughs> yeah, GTA 5.3, I guess. 5.9. Yeah, so that's coming out. And there's also going to be a standalone GTA Online, which is console exclusive to PS5. So, Interesting. I, it's funny because we were talking when we were talking about the PS5 sort of that they had that like trailer thing of all games that were coming. Yeah. And they the first thing was GTA five. Yeah. And we we're all like Dang what on. have they got like what mm. reason would they have to put that at the start of their reel of yeah. hyping the new console? Because it's twelve months away at least. Yeah. And we we're talking about there's probably money involved and I guess they gave 
pole position to GTA 5 Remake because they had a deal with Rockstar to have console exclusivity for GTA Online. Mm. Which, I don't know how much, how that's... I mean, shitloads of people are still playing GTA Online. Yeah. I'm not sure there's going to be an influx of new people going, oh, cool, GTA Online standalone, presumably free to play. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's going to drag everyone in and then they all pump that money into the PlayStation Store so they get their 30%. Well, I mean, they do sell a lot of shark bucks. Yeah. So well, they, you get a million free per month up until the launch of GTA 5 on if you log in on the PS4 version. Okay. So, um, yeah, That's that was one of the things they announced back then, and I haven't done it. But no. if I was playing GTA Online, then I'd be pretty happy about the million bucks free every month. I assume. I don't know how much probably, that is in the game. Yeah, probably buy a gun <laughs> yeah. a month. Yeah, so anyway, that's the GTA news. GTA 6, I honestly don't think we're going to see until 2023. So don't hold your fucking breath for that. Yeah, it's definitely not looking good. But yeah. Speaking of uh, minor upgrades, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Last of Us 2 is getting a bump, a little performance patch for the PS5. Um, Frame rate, I think it's... I'm bumping it up to 60 frames per second. Oh, good. But there's apparently a rumoured... Well, I don't think it's rumoured because I'm pretty sure Naughty Dog have confirmed they're working on it. The uh, PS5 remake? Remaster? Sure, it's not a full remake. No, I don't think so. Two years, one year after. Yeah, but they're also working on The Last of Us 1. Yeah. Apparently. Well, they're supposed to be working on um, The Last of Us multiplayer as well, maybe? Because there was multiplayer on the first one, but it never came to the second one. Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, you can play a slightly improved version on your PS5 right now. That patches out. Yep. Congratulations. Get on there. Summer Games Fest is kicking off June 10th. That started last year. That was um, Jeff Keighley's new thing for, you know, COVID world, can't have E3, let's have a fucking fancy yeah. old... Was that started games last year? Fest. I think it was started last year. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, it's basically an online games festival where... They do a bunch of announcements and stuff. It's going to kick off with something called the Kickoff Live. Nice. On June 10th, which is going to be a um, basically if, an opening ceremony. And Beckham will be there. Yeah. To kick Just, that shit like yeah, a banana. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, <laughs> fucking old man. <laughs> <laughs> He's still a player, isn't he, David <laughs> Beckham? <laughs> I remember him from World Cup 1998. (laughs) That was the magic boot. Yeah. Something. Yeah, so he had a boot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And since then he's been booted. Yeah. So good on him. So he, uh, yeah, the kickoff live, it's going to have apparently more than a dozen world premiere and announcements. Uh, Publishers confirmed to be sharing announcements and news in the Summer Games Fest this year. A fucking huge list. Mm. But this thing's going to spread out over weeks. So this isn't just for that that first thing. But the list of publishers is basically everyone. Yeah, it is. 2K, Activision, Amazon Games, Mm -hmm. Bandai, Capcom, Blizzard, EA, Epic Games, Gearbox, Coke Media, PlayStation, PlayStation, Xbox, Xbox, Warner Brothers Games, Wizard of the Coast... Yep. Which is presumably going to be something to do with Dark Alliance. Yeah, which I'm kind of keen to have a look at. Yeah, and mm. it's going to come to Game Pass at launch. Yeah. So that's another yeah, that's item a... on the news list. So yeah. I'm interested to see how that one turns out. I thought it would be a good one. It looks a bit sort of like a B-grade game. 
Yeah, kind of a bit, but so free is probably the right price. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but if it's as good as sort of Baldur's Gate games in terms of story, then mm. I mean that's what D and D is all about. It's all exactly. about the story. That's right. So if they fuck up the story to try and make some hardcore action game, then it's a waste they, of time. Yeah, then they're sort of betraying their fan base. Yeah, like exactly. you're not going to drag in new people by shunning the like what makes your franchise that's exactly popular. Right. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, we'll see how that one turns out. But that's mm. coming out, I think, June. Yeah, I think so. Early June. Uh, another mm. thing that's coming out June is the new DualSense controllers that got announced. Midnight Black and Cosmic Red. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to have a white DualSense anymore. Except I already have three of them. Yeah, so exactly. I'm not going to be forking out for another one. So just one. get your textures out and color mm. them in. Yeah. So they come out on June 18th, which is my birthday, in case anyone wants to buy me a Cosmic Red controller. Sure. I'm talking about the, the our fans. Oh, okay. You oh, don't have to buy me shit. Yeah, good. I wasn't going <laughs> to. You're like, crap. <laughs> now I'm in a position. Exactly. Um, speaking of other remasters that are coming is Saints Row the Third. Yeah, because the people are clamoring for that oh one. Oh my god, I want it on another... I know. played it on PS4, the remaster, and it was fucking old. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It aged worse than like... Mass Effect 1. <laughs> <laughs> for it all. <laughs> I was going to say you, but... Oh yeah, no, no that's bad. <laughs> that's, that's worse. That's worse. <laughs> um, in happy news, Tisco Elysium, unbanned. Yeah, which is interesting. So Steam never stopped selling it the whole time it was refused classification because they just don't care, yeah. I guess. Yeah, pretty much. What's the law? Yeah. The internet's the Wild West. But so the quote from the review board, they um, sort of revisited the game because it got refused classification because of drug use. Yeah. and um, Which they, they're pretty strict on. Yeah, it's basically if it has drugs, it bad. No Australia, please. Yes. So they said in the review board's not very illiterate. Yeah. <laughs> in the review board's opinion, this game provides disincentives related to drug taking behaviour to the point where regular drug use leads to negative consequences for the player's progression in the game. The guy is like a huge alcoholic mm. and the game opens with you waking up with a hangover and like alcohol induced amnesia. Cool. I'm pretty sure you're not like going, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to oh, go yeah, get drunk, drunk. Yeah. so I can wake up like that wondering where my shoe going, is. I can't wait till I'm 18. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, R18 Plus, uh, and I believe it should be out on the PSN now. So by the time this episode's out, it will definitely be up. Mm-hmm. So you can go and check that out. It's one of the best RPGs of recent times. Um, also, there's a new Time Splitter game just got announced today. The team who made the Time Splitter games, I think there was three of them in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of the core members of the dev team have got back together and they've reformed, a, well, they've started a new dev studio using the name of the old one. Yeah. And they're like, Deep Silver are publishing it and we're excited to get started. They're going to start development in the next few months. Wow. So they haven't even started yet. Yeah. They're just like, this is what we're doing. We're building a studio. So they must have like approached Deep Silver and gone, hey. Give us some cash. Because Deep Silver bought Crytek. Mm-hmm. And Crytek owned the name, the, all the IP rights for Time Splitters yeah. from like wherever the fuck they came from. Mm-hmm. So these guys have obviously got in touch with Deep Silver. Or maybe Deep Silver got in touch with them and went, hey, we have the Time Splitters IP. Yeah. 
you want to fucking make it. another one? Yeah. Because they were going to make a fourth, but they couldn't get a publisher for it back in the early 2000s. And that's why they broke up and like the company went down the drain. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Deep Silver are funding them. They're building a new studio, building a new studio. So that's why Dev's not starting for the next few months. But yeah. um, if you have no idea what time splitters are, go and look it up on YouTube. But exactly. it was a fun game from the early 2000s. Yes, it was. All right, so that's pretty much news at the, at this moment. Knocked it over. Yeah, I mean, there's been a bunch done. of other shit, but... As there always has. You can literally just go look it up. That's just the yeah. stuff that interested us. And we thought we could make easy jokes about. And we kind of tried. <laughs> so, <laughs> go us. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, we've got a couple of games to review. Um, Returnal, both of us has played, have played. So, we'll talk about that in yep. a second. Um, Resident we'll, Evil we'll, Village. Yeah, Resident Evil playing. Village. You finished yeah, it. I finished it. Um, I was looking at the times, the lengths of those games, and mm. it's um, it's not the shortest, I don't think. Not quite, but it's quite short. Yeah, they're all around that 10-hour yeah, mark. Yeah. But well, like one, Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 were like four hours or something. Yeah, yeah. This but, one, it, it took me about 10 hours and 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Like yeah. It really didn't take too long. Um, one sesh. Yeah, totes. Break open the Red Bull four exactly. pack. Get your, heart, get your heart medicine ready <laughs> once you've drank those four Red Bulls. Um, but I, I enjoyed the game. I really did. It was. Um, it had moments that I didn't really understand. Not story wise, but yeah. just things didn't add up in the game. You mm. know, like there's. It's the continuation of, of, you know, the series, I guess. So everyone knows what Resident Evil is. Yeah. Um, there was like a, you're in this new village where it's continuation almost directly after the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you're in this village with, you're the, the protagonist from the last one, your wife's back and you've got a baby. So, Sweet. you know, what you want when you're walking around a, a fucking crazy. Yeah. There's a bit of happy times at the start, and then within the first few minutes, um, shit hits the fan again and just goes wrong, yeah. um, as it does. And um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it got, you know, kind of weird and interesting. But at the same time, you know, there was enough there to keep the game going. Mm. Um, the thing that I guess really pissed me off was at about the two and a half hour mark in the game. Um, you come up against the first boss, technically. Um, so there's uh, a mother and her children. Yeah. So there's like, what is there? There's four children, I think. Yeah. Um, is that the lady, the big gigantic lady? Is she the mother? She's the first one. No, oh, she's okay. the first. Yeah, the one that's on the covers and stuff yeah. like that. She's the first boss that you fight. Yeah. Okay. Um, she's got three daughters and she's in the mansion. Mm-hmm. So just like in typical Resident Evil style, you're running around a mansion constantly, going from one end to the other, picking up bits and pieces to open doors and unlock shit and, yeah. you know, get through all these puzzles. And that literally, you know, you, you fight the three daughters, then you fight the mum. It's epic. It takes, you know, probably more than an hour, hour and a half to get through that section. So you're yeah. at about four hours, maybe closer to five hours at that stage. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, well, this could be a long game. You know, like I've just got past the first boss. Then the second and third 
took like 20 minutes each. Yeah, dominoes. Yeah, it, it was just, you know, annoying almost. Yeah. You know, they... they Peaked put, early. Yeah, they put things in your way just to make it just take longer for no reason. Like yeah. there's... I think it was the... Uh, I think it was the second boss that you're fighting, which is another daughter. And she's the doll maker. So it's pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. There's dolls everywhere and it's just fucking bizarre. But... Yeah, it just didn't make any sense. Like, it's like, oh, you've got to fight this little doll and then all of a sudden it disappears and then you've got to run around trying to find where it's gone and then fight it again. And it's literally just, you go over, you've got no weapons except you find a knife and you've got to just stab it in the head. <laughs> and that's it. So you go over and it tries to attack you and you just stab it and then it disappears and then you've got to run around the house trying to find it again. And stab and, it in the head again. And then stab it in the head again and it disappears and it happens like three or four times. Is There's no fucking reason boring? for it. Yeah, kind of thing. Like it was just like, Doesn't where's this going? And then all of a sudden it dies yeah. and it just unlocks all the doors and windows of the house again and you're free to go and Sweet. you go on to the next one. You vanquished the ghost. Yeah. It's just bizarre. Like there, there was... The first boss fight with the daughters and, you know, there was multiple sections in that where you were running around and, you know, you had to literally go and find a key or something that fit somewhere or half a picture or whatever yeah. to go and unlock the next stage. The and that story. took ages. You know, you were running around there for a long time. It was like a yeah. four or five stories with underground and all that. Um, and all the while, you just basically typical Resident Evil style just waiting for something to jump out at you yeah um, the other thing that kind of annoyed me with this was they had sections where there was music to denote that there was something about to happen yeah and that just pisses me off the giveaway or the tension oh just the giveaway you know yeah. you're like okay well there's fucking nothing happening now and I'm just running around and then and music then, starts then the music starts and you're like okay reload the weapon get shit ready you know and then boom yeah. boom boom but as soon as you and, and you get it pretty early is the shotgun yeah. and there's a couple of different ones that you can get so there's more powerful ones a bit later in the game um, but it's one shot of everything nearly once, you yeah. got, once you've got the shotgun you know, you wait for them to come close. Yeah. And a lot of these things as well were weird because they're like dead soldier wolf looking things. Like they're kind of <laughs> weird, these creatures. That makes no and sense to they, me. They move really quickly yeah. until they get close. And then they stop and they're kind of like, you know, capoeira side to side kind of yeah. waiting for you to do something. So you just hang back and then they come close and you just shoot their fucking head off. <laughs> And they're dead, you know. And it's like, what scary. the fuck? Yeah, what? It, it was. It was the least scary Resident Evil game I've ever played. Yeah, right. Um, but they did do good when it comes to the story. Like I said, it was a direct continuation from the last one. Yeah. It had a lot of correlation to Resident Evil Four as well, which, you know, That's is a like, classic. Yeah. Um, one of the favorite ones. Yeah. So it, it had a lot for fan service and yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, the, the big boss fight at the end was just fucking way too long um, for yeah. no real reason. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I still enjoyed myself playing it. Um, I'm not the hugest Resident Evil fan in the world. Yeah. Um, but I'd still give it a four out of five. So yeah. if you are a Resident Evil fan, definitely worth checking out. 
Um, yeah. If it's going to be your first so-called horror game, don't fucking bother. Yeah. Go back and play four first, and then yeah. all the rest. Or like any other horror game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, don't start with this one. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, unless you it, like um, plagiarized monsters. Well, yes. Yes. Because apparently there was some that. some guy from what Europe or something said he made a movie called Frankenstein's Army or something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And yeah. there was a creature that was like a Frankenstein's monster that was basically a human body with a fucking and jet propeller head yeah like pr- engine jet engine on his or propeller yeah. engine on his head and pretty much this is yeah that, one of the bosses in that game is yeah. apparently like apart from the propeller blades being chainsaws it's like a fucking spitting image yeah so, it is yeah but i side mean by side i guess there's a chance that you could be brainstorming and be like what if it was half man half plane yeah that i mean brainstorming comes up with weird shit you yeah, never know exactly. what's going to happen so yeah. it's possible and they're like mm. what if the propeller blades are chainsaws but mm. I mean fucking hell it's pretty yeah it's a pretty decent I mean copy. It, it, it was yeah they Blatant. looked very similar yeah. when you see them so, side by side I'm not sure how that one's going to play out presumably it's going to get a payout and, and they made an actual comment in the game the guy who who created this yeah. bad guy um because he's got multiple, like he's designed all these freaks that have got, yeah. you know, just weird shit. Yeah. Um, and anyway, he's talking about this one monster, and he's like, you know, it, it's just stupid. You know, it does whatever it wants. There's no controlling it. Yeah. It's like, well, it's basically, it's got legs and a, its whole torso is it's a an engine. engine. <laughs> um, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, and it just runs through walls, like yeah. That was probably at some stages the scariest jump yeah. scares that you get because you, you're going through this massive industrial kind of place and all of a sudden, boom, the, the wall cool, just explodes. The fucking yeah. Kool-Aid jug jumps out. Exactly. That's almost what it's like. <laughs> but he even says in this, he goes, you know, and he's just so dumb that he, you know, he chopped his hands off with the blades of the you know engine. Yeah. And it's like, fuck dude it doesn't have a brain you know it's literally just a machine thing it's pretty ridiculous yeah it is yeah but yeah i assume old mate's gonna get a settlement or something oh like, good I, don't, I mean i don't think he's gonna be like i will take you down resident evil makers Cunts. yeah they'll just yeah. jump scare him until he caves <laughs> they're like here's a free hat yeah exactly <laughs> we'll so, credit yeah, you in the game give it a go if you like resident evil it's not bad um so that's resident evil yes um, another sort of classic game, but not a new one, mm. is the Mass Effect Trilogy Legendary yes. Edition. Yeah. So we've been playing that. We're going to review it on our next episode because obviously there's three fucking games yeah. and they're decent. They're not actually mm. that long for RPGs. No, and I was really surprised because just very quickly, I've just finished number one. Yeah, and um, you like blazed through it. Yeah, like it, it was like 12 hours or something. Oh, not even. Just yeah. over, yeah, just, just around 10 or 11 hours i think i'm at like 16 so far but i'm like doing everything yeah you're a completionist and i'm not and i looked it up and if the original was expected for like 17 18 to 20 hours just the story which is interesting because this has all the dlc rolled in which i assume you didn't really touch because it would be side missions and shit yeah i did initially like i started doing a few of them and then i'm like fuck this shit yeah the controls piss me off but anyway um yeah so i think it's goes to show you how much of a difference the load times have. 
Yeah. It, like, cause, I mean, it has to be the load times. If you lose up the... I mean, it's a long game. I mean, it's a. I mean, it felt long yeah. playing it. Yeah. But if there's an extra one third of that game in load time previously, it's like fuck. What have we been doing with our lives? Exactly. So yeah. that's Watching really it's screens. really interesting. I think mm. maybe there's something to be said about the difficulty compared to like playing games back then and now. Maybe we're like universally just better at games yeah, now. Maybe. Yeah. But then again, that a lot of people are like, no, people are worse at games because games hold your hand and whatever. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting both, yeah. how that's mm. how that's gone. Because yeah. I mean, it's not like you were speed running it. You were just like oh, playing God, it. No. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, the bloody driving of the moon truck is yeah. still the worst fucking experience you'll ever have. <laughs> it's in pretty any rough. Game. Yeah. It's pretty rough. But I am really loving being back into it. Like I'm, I'm gonna fully experience all three games. I'm even tempted to install Andromeda afterwards and and play the fourth game. Wow. Because I just like. You know, diving back into that universe and having like, you know, reading about the Quarians and the Salarians and the Turians yeah. and all that rich history. Like, mm -hmm. just thinking about how they went, you know what, we're going to make this new game. It's a sci-fi, like, drama, like a fucking soap opera, basically. Yeah, pretty much. But it has, the, all of the races are so different. Mm. And yeah. so well thought out. Like, just the Quarians, for example, they're the ones that are like live in the flotilla. So their history that they made the Geth and then the Geth rose up and they got kicked out and yeah. then they had to live as like gypsies in space basically and they all live in their spaceships with their circulated air and everything. So whenever they go out, they have to wear full suits because mm. their immune system is ruined. Yeah. And then you've got the Krogans who had the genophage that's like destroyed their fucking chance to make babies. Mm -hmm. Like all of this stuff is such a rich in-depth world yeah, yeah. and universe that they created yeah, and that's what it. makes like the controls are fucked yes. they're totally shit yeah this the fact that they didn't add in custom button mapping is like blows my mind it's almost unforgivable yeah to not be able to do that yeah um but apart from that and like once you get used to the older style graphics and stuff like that because they mm. didn't really upgrade animations they just did textures and lighting yeah but as a pro tip, don't watch the uh, the lips when they're talking sometimes because yeah. you're just like the fuck. Well, yeah. it's not as bad as some games. That's true. Because what was yeah. the one we I was playing recently where every time they talked there was like a light shining out of their fucking mouth. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just like in love with it again, mm. playing it again because I'm just like the amount of effort put into creating all of these races and everything. Yeah, is just phenomenal. Yeah, you just don't true. see that in games these days. No, that's you true. Know? And the yeah. fact that, like... Because you can play something that's like, oh, there's, you know, factions of humans and they all have their own history. Mm. And you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. There's a big difference between, like, oh, we grew up on an island and we grew up on a fucking continent and we had two different civilizations yeah, exactly. now. And, like, these guys are literally talking jellyfish. Yeah. And these guys speak with that like a monotone and have to say what their emotions yeah. are when they talk mm -hmm. and these guys are like a warrior race and there's just such a rich tapestry that there they've is, created. Yeah. It's fucking unbelievable. Mm. And that's one of the reasons why people didn't like Andromeda because it didn't add any new stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it even almost went backwards in terms of the sort of depth, depth. of that. Yeah. Yeah. But I just love the the universe. I think it's great. You know, mm. there's some really corny parts. There is. But, I mean, we're going to review it next week. Exactly. So I'm just saying the world. Then. I just love the world of it. Yeah. And I'm stoked that people are going to get to play it for the first time. Yeah, that's true. It's awesome. Mm. 
But one game that is not old, that is new, that is a sci-fi game also. Yeah, is Returnal. Returnal. It's Groundhog yes. Day <laughs> in space. Exactly. So this is this is a real controversial yeah. sort of game. Almost. It is, and it, and there's a lot of people that just aren't interested. Yeah, because and there's people who were interested design. and then played it and were like, nope. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've both played it. You've got a lot further into it than I have. Yeah, I only got up to the fourth act, so I haven't fully finished the game or fully experienced all of it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I've gone pretty far. Th- I'm a part. Mm. I'm into the second act. Yeah. And th- there's a key point after the first sort of... Th- so the game's split into biomes. So the way that the game works is that you play this chick, Celine, who crashes on this planet because she has intercepted i guess a radio distress signal like a distress uh, signal yeah. yeah and it's something called white shadow and that has a deep meaning to her from her past so she's like how would they know about that yeah goes to this planet there's a message that pops up saying don't go to that planet it's restricted and she goes there anyway crashes and um basically realizes that every time she dies she wakes up at the plane at the ship crash again and it yeah. just repeats and repeats. So it's a roguelike game because you die and start back at the beginning. Yeah. But it's really sort of unforgiving as a roguelike. Yeah, it is. Compared to some of the roguelikes that we've been getting recently, like Hades and stuff like that, where it's a bit more forgiving and like when you die, you keep a, a bit more stuff and yeah. it works a bit better in their story. Mm. In this, it's like really sparse. It is. Yeah. And I, I think it almost sort of fits into the theme because mm. you're on this alien planet completely empty of other humans. All there is is this weird alien race and a bunch of like tentacle beasts. Yeah, pretty much. Basically. Yeah. And, um, but like that sparseness and loneliness, it almost fits in that you like are seriously wake up with fucking nothing. Yeah, yeah. But on the flip side, mm. it takes so long to get through the runs Yeah, that... And there's no save, mm. so... And and that's part of the issue as well that I found with it. For me personally, I don't mind that idea of dying and then having to restart. Everything changes, so... Yeah. You know, the that was one thing that they told us before the game came out. Yeah, just like, fucking be aware this is what type of game yeah. this is. Yeah, and, so, and basically, yeah. you know, there's these set areas of the map. Yeah, basically rooms. Yeah, and they just revolve or, yeah, or jumble and yeah so you know you die you go back to the start you walk through the door again and it'll in nine times out of ten once you've gone through it a few times yeah you're going into a room that you know yeah so but it's a different one from the room you were in last yeah yeah but so, all the all the you know if you've been playing the game and you've died a few times then yeah. you get to recognize those areas they have all the same uh, collectibles in the same yeah. spots again and you go through and do that but the thing that really pissed me off was the the randomness and the luck in involved in when you get gun upgrades yeah. and you know that kind of stuff because that that does determine whether you can finish or yeah. not you know? well it it makes it de- it determines the difficulty at yeah. least yeah because there's things you can find that will like revive you immediately yeah rather than you going back to the ship so if you there's one that's like a little figurine and yeah. there's another one that there's a parasite which we'll explain parasites shortly but they 
basically these items when you die instead of going back to the ship you'll just stand back up where you were alive yeah, again yeah. and that can make a big difference particularly Huge. in boss fights yeah. because if you get through all the boss fights are in three phases mm. and if you get through two and a half phases and then die you are pretty unhappy You've about that you just wasted an hour and four at least, minutes yeah. at least yeah. so um, that's really handy but also like I kind of like that you get to learn the rooms mm. because then I mean, as a completionist, I would go in and go, okay, I was on Act 3, the yeah. third biome. So you get to a boss and it'll you'll beat him and get a key, basically, or something that will let you go to the next area. Yeah. And the next biome is something completely different. So the first one is sort of a dark um, sort of jungle. Yeah, it's almost like... Overgrown a, ruins. Yeah, overgrown ruins. Yeah. And there's like bioluminescent plants and shit glowing. And yeah. it's pretty interesting i, I really yeah. like the world yeah particularly too. in the first one which is good the first biome because that's the one you spend the most time in yeah. um but then the second one is like a vast red desert wow. with sort of a desert storm sort of things uh dust storm yep. and then you go through it for a while and then you get to this big sort of sandstone structure that mm -hmm. you go into and it's basically like an ancient civilization sort of stronghold yep um, and then what was the third one? I can't even remember. I think the third one was more sort of alien structures and stuff like that. They, yeah. I think it was their like town, their sort of main city. But anyway, um, yeah, I kind of liked that, that, that first area was that I found it really interesting to yeah. run around and I enjoyed it mm -hmm. because you spend so much fucking time oh, in do. there. Yeah. And so one of the main complaints that people have had is the lack of a save system because yeah. my initially i was like i'm totally into this i fucking love it mm. i love that you have to do that old school thing that we used to do with the sega master system where you have to leave it on yeah we used yeah. to have to like you'd get to level 145 in bubble bubble and if you turn the fucking thing off yeah it's it gone. gone yeah unless you have this passcode but i think there was something in that game where if you use the passcode to skip to a level it didn't unlock the final ending or something. Something that was like, like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you like had to just like... or something to, was yeah. not available. You had to yeah. just leave it on. Yeah. And so that's what I think... I guess it's a nostalgia factor for me that I was like, fuck yeah, you have to put your system in rest mode. And if you turn the game off, you lose your run. Yeah. Um, but you don't lose all of the upgrades or you lose... So there's some permanent upgrades that you keep. Yeah, like a, a sword. Yeah. yeah, certain things that you keep, like the grappling hook you unlock once you beat the second boss. See, that pisses me off because there's a lot of places in the first area yeah. that that's the only way you can get to certain yeah. things. It's a real um, Metroidvania style thing, like yeah. where you, but you have to get quite far into the game before you get that. Yeah, But then when you're in the third act and you die, you go back to the first, oh, sorry, not third act, third biome and you yeah. die, you go back to the first one. So you can then use the grappling hook to yeah. go around and get yeah. the different stuff. And so what I will do, like my completionist thing that I was talking about was generally I would just do everything in that first area yeah. to get all the upgrades and everything by you. There's like fabricators that you can use the sort of in-game currency that you find yeah. to um, get more upgrades and modifications and shit. And then once you've beaten the second boss, you get access to the grappling hook, which lets you... One of the things that you can grappling hook in the first one is a shortcut to the third area. Oh, okay. So you don't have to yeah. go through the second. Yeah. So I would do everything in the first area and then go straight to the third area. Mm -hmm. And then 
you finish the third area and you get to the fourth one, which is like this key story shit. And yeah. It's all different. But anyway, um, yeah, like just, I think it's awesome. And that, mm. that save thing, at first I was like, oh, I don't really give a shit because of that nostalgia factor. But the more I thought about it, I'm like, not everyone can put it in rest mode first. Yeah. And like the runs to get through from the beginning of the first biome to the third boss mm-hmm. is quite a long way. If yeah. Especially if you're doing everything in that first biome. So you can find yourself playing for like two or three hours plus yeah. just to get there. And if you don't have hours to fucking sit and play, you put your system in rest mode, mm-hmm. then that's fine. But if you have kids who want to play PlayStation, exactly. yeah. you fucking lose power, mm-hmm. the game patches and auto update turns yeah. the game off. Yeah. Like there's all these reasons where some kind of save would be good. Yeah. But my thing was, I feel like that undermines the difficulty of the game. Mm. Not that it matters because the game's fucking difficult enough as yeah, it is. Exactly. But they could do what they did in, I think it was Resident Evil 4, where, or maybe it was 3, um, if you played through the game with no saves at all, because you know you get your little typewriter and there yeah. is like safe rooms and shit, if you don't save them yeah. or any progress throughout the game, it doesn't auto save and then you get a special achievement or whatever it was yeah. at the end of it. That would um, be cool. That'd yeah, because cool that'd give you it. a different... It, it'd it, give you an incentive to do that. That's right. Yeah. Because I feel like my reason, my main reason for not liking the idea of a save is cloud saves allow for exploitation. Yeah. So you can get up to the final, like up to the boss of an area, save, turn it off, upload your save to the cloud. Yeah. Go back in, lose in the fight against the boss and just reload that save from the That's cloud. Right. Yeah. Which is, it's not in the spirit of the game. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, nah, purists don't have fucking saves. Yeah. But then there's so many other situations where a save would be handy. And I've had a couple of times where you know, we get a lot of games to play. Yeah, exactly. And I, when I was playing through Returnal, I've stopped now because I'm playing Mass Effect and we've mm-hmm. got, you know, Assassin's Creed, fucking Valhalla DLC. Yeah. Um, you know, Biomutants Bi- coming Mutants, up soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, plenty of other games. Ratchet and Clank's only a month away. Yeah. And, you know, I've just stopped playing Returnal because I can't jump out of it to go and play something else if the exactly. mood strikes. Yeah. So... Yeah. I'm sort of weakening a little bit, softening on the save thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I, yeah. But like in general, I just think the game's amazing. Mm. Housemark have their history of bullet hell style games with shitloads of neon lights flying all over the place. Yeah, it certainly has that. And yeah, this one is just a fucking shitstorm of things flying everywhere and you've got to dodge. A lot of it is more sort of... Um, it's, it's not scary, but you're like, holy fuck, you know, looking yeah. at it. Yeah. But then once you sort of really look at it and strategically plan, mm-hmm. you can dodge stuff really easily and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It's just when you start getting overwhelmed and have multiple exactly. enemies, it starts getting out of control. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I had one weapon that really fucked me over. So the parasites are things that you find that you can attach up to five of them on your body and they are, yes, another tentacle beast. Yes. But they have, it's a really cool, I really like the parasite system. Mm-hmm. It's where you get one benefit and one negative, um, negative one yeah. penalty yeah. for each thing that you put on. So it might be 
it, when you die, you come back to life straight away. Yeah. But the penalty is like you get full damage. Every time you fall from a height, yeah. you will get damaged. Mm-hmm. And so the downside of getting damaged in that situation, you might think, oh, who cares? The downside is every time you get damaged, you lose your adrenaline. And adrenaline yeah. is like something that you build up from killing enemies without getting hit. Mm-hmm. And it does things like um, more vision. Yeah. Your, um, I think your supers last longer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like different, there's different benefits to it that you yeah. want to be on level five adrenaline exactly. at all times. And then there might be one that's like, I don't know, what other ones? Do you remember any? No. <laughs> I didn't pay that much attention to yeah. be honest. Yeah. yeah, so there was the one where you don't die uh, or you come back from death. Um, but some of the penalties, one of the ones that was the worst for me was it gave me some benefit and I was like, yeah, that's handy. And it said yeah. the penalty was every time you hit an enemy, you take damage. It, no, it does like a counter attack. And I was oh. like, oh, that can't be that bad. Yeah. And then I got a gun that shoots like a thousand bullets a second. Wow. And I was like spraying these enemies and every time one of my like shiny neon bullets hit him, another one formed and shot back at me. Wow. And I was on this level that had, you know, these like six flying robot things and I was just spraying and running because they shoot rockets. Mm -hmm. And I would turn around and there's like a thousand bullets coming at me from (laughs) me just shooting at these guys and it just blitzed me straight away. (laughs) And I was just like, oh man. So... But there's benefits to a lot of them, like some of the things, but I've sort of got to the level where I'm just like, I'm being really picky with the parasites because I'm getting good enough at it that I don't need the sort of Mm. minor bonuses, even though there's like those minor penalties are enough reason for me to go like, nah. Nah. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of that in the game as well. Like there's the, the bonus things that you pick up along the way Yeah. and there's like, you know, just an upgrade on your suit or an upgrade on your weapon or whatever it is. Um, and, and some of them I found were actually extremely useful. Yeah. And other ones you were like, well, you know, there was one that was, um, uh, it, it stopped the detection of, of things. So there's like these, um, like centuries around like the the turrets turrets, and you could basically disable all, disable them all. Yeah. But yeah, there weren't that many areas where they were there. And yeah. then when they were there, they're so fucking easy to get rid of most of the time. Yeah. You know, later on in the game, they do get be... more difficult later yeah. in the game because yeah, they I'm have sure. different weapons. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the thing is you can only carry, well, you unlock more slots to carry those okay. things up to, I yeah. think you can carry three by the end of the game. Yeah. Um, I, at the moment I have two, but for a long time there, you can only carry yeah. one. And so if you pick up one, that's like awesome. Mm hmm. And then you go, oh man, here's another one. Yeah. You know, well, you, you have to think drop about the it. Thing. You just, you know, grab it and go, yeah, there's another one. Yeah. So yeah. that one, the turret one, you can go, oh, well, that might come in handy. But chances are, by the time you get to the room with the turrets, you've dropped it somewhere. But you can yeah. go back in the and, same biome and pick up something you've dropped. Yeah. It's just a massive run around and adds more time to the already quite exactly. lengthy runs. Yeah. So overall, the game is actually quite difficult. It is. Um, you know, I'm downplaying that first biome because I've played through it like 50 times. Yeah. I've probably died 30 or 40 times, I think. Yeah. Which is, you know, I've, we've just saw a thing where a guy finished the game in 18 deaths, which I think is like, yeah. that's some Hard. subhuman yeah. fucking. Exactly. <laughs> mm. 
You're pretty oh, good at games, yeah. okay? I'll yeah. give you that. <laughs> Maybe I'm too old. My reflexes are a bit Maybe. dulled yeah. from, you know, too many Krispy Kremes or something. <laughs> uh, I didn't die. It's just my sticky fingers. <laughs> um, but yeah, the game, I got up to the fourth act and the fucking difficulty spike. I was like, man, yeah. oh man. Yeah. And I got that at the third one as well. And I sort of learned to deal with it. So you yeah. learn, you know, you get used to it and you, you get do. better. Yeah. But... Yeah. And they actually, it's a steep learning I curve, I find. When you, when you, like even in the first area, there's times where um, if you've died or whatever, um, like I, I actually didn't even beat the first boss. Yeah. I, I fought it a bunch of different times, but like I said, the majority of times that I got to it, yeah. I had the wrong weapon. Yeah. And you, I'd cleared out the whole fucking area and there was no other weapons. So yeah. I was like, well, fuck, I've got to go fight it now. Um, and I just didn't do enough damage and it just wasn't good enough. Yeah. Um, so, and probably me not being good enough. Yeah, maybe. you just got to get better, yeah, but possibly. fine. Um, but yeah, it was like, you know, there was these other areas that, like the, the map level was the same, but they had much harder and, and a lot more... Yeah. Fucking things getting thrown at you constantly. Yeah. Um, there's rooms where like the room locks and you can't leave. Yeah. And those there's also those rooms, but where they have like this glowing green thing that stops you being able to deal damage to enemies. Yeah. Things mm -hmm. like that. So you have to go and destroy you know, the destroy green that thing. While there's like a whole bunch of people running or yeah. things running after And you. like those rooms, they have like three waves of enemies. So you'll beat one and then the next one will come. Yeah. I found the enemy that I hated the most in the first section yeah. was the flying bat things. Yeah, same. Because they would like fly around. If they got close enough to you, they go orange and then just launch at you. Yeah. And, and they do a lot of damage. If they're behind you and you don't see them, yeah. they will mess you up. Yeah. So yeah. every time, but by the time I got used to the levels, I was like, okay, I know they're here. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to destroy all of them. And, and they were one of the only ones in that first area that were any good at, at you know, evading your bullets. Yeah. You know, all, well, most of the rest of them just kind of stood there and go, yeah, shoot me. Right? Come yeah. on, guy. Yeah. Is that all you got? Boom, exactly. But those ones that actually fly around and move and, you know, there's, yeah. there's no real gun in this that actually locks on all that well. Yeah. Um, some of them do have like a, a secondary weapon that shoots Can, like, like seek them yes, or whatever. like a seeking rocket type thing but yeah. you know that doesn't do that much damage it really. does add to the difficulty that's yeah. for sure so yeah. i found those a bit annoying and then just all of a sudden there was like big massive beasts that were like surrounded in red bubbles that yeah. the only way to get rid of is with your sword yeah and I didn't know that for the first time I actually came up against it. So I fought this fucking beast for like, like 25 minutes nothing's and happening. nothing's happening. And then I'm running away going, what the fuck is wrong with this game? Yeah. 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 It's funny because some of the big monsters, like if you get close to them and you start hitting them with, the, with your sword, it staggers them. Yeah. So you can be like, oh fuck, this guy's like blasting shit everywhere. Mm. But if you can quickly get up to him while he's in like reload or whatever mode yeah. and you hit him with the sword... Then he's like stunned until you hit him again and he's stunned again. You can like stun lock them. Yep. So, mm. but then there's like the next mega beast. You come up and you try to hit him with the sword and then he just goes, turns around and just like chomps you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of the deaths, oh man, I don't know. I watched a lot mm. of death scenes. Yeah. 
But as you're playing, there's like logs that you can pick up. So the actual story is really twisted is. and weird. Mm. I, I honestly feel like I haven't finished the game yet, but it's got to be some kind of psychological, like internal thing of her yeah. mind or something. Yeah. But Well, I mean, I got that right early on because yeah. you open a room and it's her house. Yeah. You so know. that house is always in the first biome. There's a mm. room where her house is always there. Mm. And, you know, in your early playthrough, you can find a key and you yeah. keep that key through death. So every time you finish a biome, it unlocks the house again. Yeah. So then that's the next sort of house sequence that tells a sort of backstory of her life mm -hmm. or something. You, you don't really know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Until I assume the ending pieces it all together. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's really fucking weird. Mm, it is. But I, I enjoyed playing it. You know, yeah. it got too frustrating for me just because I don't have the time. Yeah. And that was where Without I... Without saving. It, and, yeah, and it, it just that. failed for me because I, I just... I loved playing it. It was fun. Yeah. But I love the shooting. I think it's fucking fun to yeah, play. It is. Yeah. So but for me, it was just... I, yeah. I, I knew I was never going to have time to finish it. Yeah. So I tried to smash it as much as I could for... Probably two weeks. Yeah. And then I got, well, meh. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I put a bit of time into it. Um, I'm definitely planning on going back to it. But like at the moment, you know, my love for Mass Effect has been reignited and I'm just like yeah. loving playing that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we've got, I really need to just put Mass Effect aside and play the AC Valhalla yeah. DLC. And then there's so many other games coming. Exactly. There's not, I just need yeah. to quit my job. Do it. Or take like a year, like a gap year. No, just quit. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Talk you into it. No worries. I so, think we've got a lot of work coming up, so give up probably won't mind if I just wouldn't care. I won't even say that I'm leaving. No. Just, just keep turn getting paid off. like that guy over in wherever country it was that you know didn't go to work for. That's pretty good. Fourteen years or whatever the fuck it was. That sounds like a dream come true. That's <laughs> not a bad job. <laughs> anyway, I think so, that's us. Yeah. Um, I've given that a four point five out of five. Yeah. I think it's fucking awesome. I it think, is a good game to play. I give it a four because yeah. there's no way I'm ever going to finish it, yeah. uh, which is a, a bit of a downer, but all the yeah. good stuff. I think actually, if you're not a shit yeah. gamer and you want a game that's good, <laughs> then don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's, um, you know, one of the reasons that I really dived into it was because it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. So they tend to be really good. Yeah. So I'm going to fucking commit to it. Mm. And, um, and I'm glad I did because it's not my style of game at all. Yeah. You know, but the shooting, like, it just reminds me of how fun Destiny is because of the shooting yeah. and stuff. The mechanics themselves of that kind of combat, yeah. it's just explosive and fast paced and just fun. You made it sound like interesting and fun diarrhea. Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so, so that's, that's that one. That's that. Um, we're going to wrap up because it's getting late and it's dark almost and that's scary. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to fall asleep soon. Yeah, exactly. Probably while I'm driving. I oh, that's fine. Yeah. I got cruise control. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't need to really be here. It's an automatic. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get a Tesla. Then I can just like play. I think you can play PlayStation on those things. I don't know. I don't think I don't that's know. a good thing. Legally, I don't know if you can. Oh yeah, probably not legally <laughs> at all. Anyway. So thanks very much for listening. This was the Blink episode, obviously. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, and if you played Returnal and you want to send us a message about it, you can send it to... <laughs> Podcast at dropbeargaming.com. Unless you're going to tell me that you think it's bad. In which case, fuck off. 
nasty. You're just a baby. Get better. So thanks again for listening. We really appreciate it. You take care and we will talk to you again very soon. See ya. Bye.